Welcome to the podcast from Hearing Aid Now, the website that gives you independent, non-gibberish advice about hearing aids, hearing care, and the people that provide them. This episode includes an interview that I undertook with Akin Bomick from Starkey. He's the Chief Technology Officer and the Vice President of Engineering of Starkey. He's responsible for some of the really amazing features that we're seeing from Starkey at the moment. So without further ado, here's the interview. So I'm here today with Amin from Starkey. Amin runs the AI team within Starkey. He's the chief technologist. And we're just going to talk about the Livio AI. So thank you for meeting me, Amin. It's a real pleasure. Okay. You've taken great strides within within the industry to a certain extent, driving the industry in a slightly different way. And, um, you know, I like that. I like the idea of the feature sets that, you, that you're looking at and that you're driving. What do you say to people who say that that's ancillary yes. and that the, the core thing is yes. to hear better? So first of all, I'd say they're right. I think that uh, the, the biggest focus for hearing aids need to be to help people hear better. There needs to be an un- uncompromising uh, stand on sound quality and not just the sound quality for sound from the, from the ambient and environment, but also uh, the streaming sound from the phones. Because just smartphone has become such an important part of people's lives. So I think that they're right that the sound quality and helping people hear better has got to be number one focus for hearing aid products. But in my view, that's a table stick. That's basic minimum. Uh, yes, for uh, you know, I, I often give the example of smartphones. Uh, back in old days, 15, 20 years ago, we expected the device to be able to make a phone call and that's it. That was the only thing. Today, I also expect my phone to be able to make a phone call. But that's one of 20 other things I do with my phone. The phone has become my GPS navigation device. The phone is my camera. The phone is my uh, uh, physical activity tracker device. It's my internet browser. So the phone has become a multifunction and a multi-purpose device without sacrificing the ability to make a phone call. So coming from outside, looking into the hearing aid industry, uh, I, I uh, was just amazed at how much of an opportunity there is for the hearing aid to improve the sound quality and the basic aspects of hearing aids, make them rechargeable, make them, uh, you know, almost make the device such that with a hearing aid, you would get a superhuman capability of hearing better than normal hearing people with uh, ear-to-ear communication, with uh, binaural signal processing, uh, directional and omnidirectional microphones and managing those things. So just the opportunities that there were in improving the signal quality uh, for sound enhancement, but beyond that, turning this device, which is always in your ear, into a tracker for your physical health, the tracker for your social engagement, making the device sense your heart rate, making the, uh, opening up a window to your cardiovascular health, and then also have the device be window to the world of information by tapping into AI. Uh, 
I would like the device to translate foreign languages. So we've been able to um, put in a translation feature into Libya that translates between 27 languages. Uh, and we are just introducing today, you'll hear more details about it, the ability to transcribe language. So uh, for people that have severe hearing loss, it's not enough to amplify sound because they are not able to understand the speech very well, higher frequencies being in consonants and things like that. So we are now able to transcribe the language. So just as you're hearing the sound amplified through the AI, you'll be able to see the, the speech transcribed into, into uh, uh, written language. And the third, there's a lot of excitement around this, is to be able to tap on your ear and ask a question and get answers spoken into your ear, like you do with uh, Google Assistant, Amazon Alexa, uh, Apple Siri. But the benefit here is you don't have to look at the screen. You can simply tap, tap the ring. and ask a question like, what's the weather outside? And it will speak the answer into your ear. So we are making the device a gateway to world of information. Yeah. So that's really the three things. Make uncompromising sound quality, turn the device with sensors and AI into a gateway to health uh, track, health parameters and stuff like that. And the third, uh, make the device into a window to the world of information. So you, you mentioned there basically voice force, okay? And I, you know, many of us are at least, I am really excited about voice force and what it represents for hearing aid users and what it can represent for hearing aid users. Um, I wrote an article many years ago about uh, my hearing aids as my assistant. So yes. basically my daily assistant. Yes, yeah, that's, you're, you totally got it. It's like uh, the device becomes your life's assistant. Assistant, yes. that's it. And is that the way you see your devices going, but also the wider industry? I think yeah. within my, uh, my feeling is that everybody within the industry is looking at this right. moving forward. Yes. At the moment, many people are uh, jockey back on maybe uh, Google Assistant or Siri, etc., etc. Do you think that um, that's the way forward, or do you think that there's another toward way where they, whereby you build your own assistant and drive it? You know, the, the way I look at this, first of all, I think that uh, some of the the new innovations that we are bringing into Libio AI, I, I expect the rest of the industry to follow suit. It always happens. I mean, some company has to take the step in experimenting, uh, and then you know when things are successful, companies often decide in what areas are they going to innovate and take the risk, and some will wait and uh, see the direction that people are adopting and run fast to catch up. So uh, I have no doubt that uh, these opportunities that we're seeing now and great feedback that we're getting in the market are going to be uh, resulting in other companies wanting to uh, uh, follow suit. Right. Um, in terms of the assistant, uh, if you look at Thrive Assistant, our uh, uh, assistant for video AI, is actually, it's using multiple things. Uh, rather than the you know, products like Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant or Apple Siri, we have built several layers of intelligence into Thrive Assistant. Number one is the ability to invoke the assistant. So uh, you don't have to bring up a visual interface or an app because you may be having a conversation with me right now or you may be driving a car. So interacting with the phone is not the best thing to do all the time. So you, you, you will just simply reach out and tap 
and we have built lightweight uh, AI to, de to detect your intention that you, you are now asking to be assisted. Next, we also use natural language understanding with AI to determine what sort of a question that you're asking now. For example, if you ask, how do I change the volume of my hearing aid? Or, you know, uh, how do I, what is Thrive Score? What does Thrive Score mean? If the question is related to Stark product, we are bringing that answer and playing in the ear. If the question is general purpose, what's the weather outside? Or who was the fifth president of the United States? Uh, questions that are general purpose. We're sending it to the to the cloud, and for the first implementation, we are partnering with uh, you know, uh, companies that already have invested tens of billions of dollars in, uh, in, uh, in general purpose AI. So over time, this uh, I think that we will make it. Uh, such that people don't have to worry who's bringing the answer to them. Because we are determining the nature of the question and deciding what's the best path for that answer to be blocked. So it will become an assistant and you don't care how the answer is being blocked. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you. Um, it was just to get a clear idea about how, you know, uh, because you're dead right, you know, alphabet of... <laughs> Spent billions. Yes. You know, Amazon has spent billions. Yeah. You so know. Days, I don't see any need to reinvent that wheel. To reinvent that wheel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, you look at what Tesla done, has done, right? I mean, it's like they have they have reinvented the car, but they have been stepping on the shoulders of inventions that others have brought forward. Have brought right? forward. Yeah, yeah. He's the Steve Jobs of cars, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so what we have to do is, uh, I believe, we have an obligation and opportunity to bring amazing advancements and innovations that have been happening in the consumer technology world. But we have an opportunity to funnel those into healthcare, medical, and serve our patients. It, it doesn't really matter if we are building every bit from scratch or we are partnering with the Apples, Googles, Amazon of the world and bringing those benefits to our end users. That's, I, that, that's what I saw as the opportunity. Yeah, and uh, so you mentioned AI, okay? So many of the manufacturers, many of the brands have talked about AI, right? And what they're really talking about is machine learning, okay? Um, and the AI in Livio, okay, is it just machine learning or is there, is it true AI? Yeah. I know that that's a, I know that sure. that's a fine line, yep, yep. you know, fine descriptive line, right. but, you know, so, what is uh, it? Uh, uh, let me give you a bit of details on that, because I, I, am, I teach uh, uh, at uh, various universities, UC Berkeley, Stanford, and a few other schools. Uh, I teach AI, so I, I give you a bit of a view of what's the the scope of AI and then various departments of within AI. AI essentially is the ability for a device to automatically understand and respond. So uh, it could be an autonomous car that uh, can drive by itself, uh, recognizes the road marks and uh, pedestrians crossing, and it can take decisions on its own to accelerate or slow down or stop, make a left turn, make a right turn. So that's an example of an AI. Uh, uh, and when I'm talking to a device and asking, what's the weather outside versus I'm asking, uh, how do I change the volume of my hearing? For the device to be able to understand, what, are you, what is it that you're asking? 
and where do I get the answer? What's the correct answer? And bring it back and play back to me. That's an example of an AI. Um, uh, for example, even under the thrive score, uh, the ability to tell, have I, what is my social engagement score? Am I, you know, is, is the wearer uh, sitting down all day by himself, locked up in a room, or is the person socially active, going out and about, participating in conversations like we are, which is good for your health? So for the device to be able to measure that and quantify it is also another example of an AI. Now, technically speaking, there are many ways you can implement AI. Uh, a vast chunk of AI is based on machine learning because uh, uh, when when you want uh, that when you have tons of data, let's say uh, you know I want to understand, did you say uh, apple or did you say orange? All I have to do is collect 100,000 or a million samples of apples and oranges Orange, yeah. and then train my uh, network, neural network, to understand did I say apple or did I say orange, right? So I don't have to teach it. I can, I, I don't have to code it to specifically understand the letters in apple, the phonemes in apples and oranges, but I can train the system by uh, subjecting it to uh, million samples of apples and oranges and it, it's able to train itself, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's uh, the machine learning part of it. But even in machine learning, there is uh, DNN, deep neural net-based um, uh, implementations. There are support vector machine or SVM implementations. There is hundreds of variations of algorithms today and there is no one answer. Right? We have to, for a given problem, we have to go find specific algorithm that works best for it. So if you look at Libio AI, uh, the device is able to recognize if the wearer fell down. For that, to detect automatically if you fell, there is a specific AI algorithm we have to build. Uh, and then to understand whether you're asking how to change the volume of the hearing aid, there is another variation of AI that we have to build. Uh, to measure your social engagement score from acoustic environment, that's yet another uh, machine learning uh, variation that we have to build. Yeah. So there is no one uh, size that fit all when it comes to AI. And so we, we built up a team of experts that are able to look at what problem are you trying to solve with it and what is the best AI algorithm given the time. And all these things are getting better over time as well. Yeah, 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 because they learn. Yeah. So uh, we have to, the number of things we have there from recognizing whether you double tap the device, uh, to recognize your intention, whether you're asking questions, what sort of question you're asking, to translating, uh, to detecting if you fell, uh, to measuring your social engagement, all various different examples of AI that we have put into Livio, which is what makes it Livio AI. AI, yeah. And um, lastly, will you set AI or machine learning loose, okay, on uh, learning what is the best setup or parameters within a hearing aid for given situations. Yes. Why I ask that is another manufacturer has done that and I've seen some of the studies come back from their machine learning algorithms and what was really fascinating about it was that uh, the spread of perfect settings for different situations right. for different people, yeah, yes. right? Yes. The spread was so large yes. and so individual to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. 
that as a as an audiologist, as a clinician, I could never hope to fine tune a hearing aid to suit. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So, like. It's been really fascinating to watch that journey, yes. uh, what they've done and the, the results from it, right? Do you see a way forward with that machine learning yeah. and eventually AI for the AIDS? Yes. So uh, uh, what I have to say is let's speak soon again because I think we have something stunning in the work. Okay. That, uh, <laughs> that will, uh, so, uh, but you described it perfectly uh, that uh, the, there is a, uh, the, the acoustic environment in, in, in the, an individual's life is very unique uh, to that individual's, yeah. and not only the individual's lifestyle, but also the individual's perception of, of hearing, yeah, of, yeah. Of, of hearing. what's acceptable to you yeah, may yeah. not be acceptable to somebody else. So this is an idea of an AI that's assisted by an individual's preference yeah. and the device's ability to learn what it means to be good for you. Yeah. Like that's totally the way to go about, yeah, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Now listen, it's been a pleasure to meet you. It was okay, great. And thanks so, yeah, I look forward to uh, telling you about the product at uh, in the afternoon and if you have any questions afterwards I'll be happy to uh, chat again no worries I mean it's